This episode is featuring Allison Scamell on Women Taking the Lead. I'm going to invite you and I'm going to invite your higher self to provide us with a vision for where you want to grow to that's most in alignment to your high, and in highest service to your highest good mm-hmm. and most in alignment to your soul's purpose. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome. What an exciting month this is. March is Women's History Month, and this year, International Women's Day is celebrated on March 8th. The Women Taking the Lead podcast is turning five years old on March 25th, and this month, I am also beginning the recording of my book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing. So let me go back a little bit. Yes, The Women Taking the Lead podcast is turning five years old this month. Can you even believe it? And I would love it if you could help me celebrate this special anniversary by sharing this podcast with a friend. You know, that's how we hear about new and exciting things out in the world, resources, books, movies, all that stuff. We, we, Get, you know, these things come into our world often because someone who we like and trust shares them with us. So that would be amazing. And if your friend is not a current podcast listener, show them how to find this podcast and subscribe. You'll be opening them up to a whole new world. I started listening to podcasts in 2012, and I honestly can't imagine what my life would be like without them. And yes, I'm also starting to record my book, Accomplished How to Go from Dreaming to Doing. I've already engaged with the studio and the producer and the engineer and all that stuff, all exciting things happening right now. And I'm hoping to have the book live and audible um, by April. And if you want to be alerted when it goes live, you can opt in to receive that alert at womentakingthelead.com forward slash audiobook 2020. Again, if you want to be alerted to when the book is live and audible and you can get it and listen to it, just go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash audiobook 2020 and put your information in and I'll be shooting you. I might even shoot you some messages ahead of time just to let you know how things are going, but the day it is live, you will definitely know it. And this is such a big month. And part of the celebration that I wanted to do was to release one episode each week in the month of March. And there are five Mondays. That's the day I typically release this episode. Five Mondays in the month of March. So I've got a handful of women I'm chatting with whose work focuses on helping women thrive. But each of these women have a different background, a focus, and a style to her work. So we'll be mixing it up a little bit. And I may do an episode or two on my own. We'll see how everything shakes out. So without further ado, let's go on to my conversation with the first woman I'm featuring this month, Allison Scamell. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I am here with Allison Scamell, who is a master certified coach, which is a big deal. I just want to pause right there. I know we're just kicking off, but I am a, a couple of years away from achieving um, that 
you know, rank certification of master certified coach. And it takes a lot to get there, like 2,500 hours training boxes you have to check. There's hoops you have to jump through. And so for those of you who don't have an awareness of what it takes to become a master certified coach, it is a big deal. And so Allison um, has achieved that already. She's also an EFT practitioner and an intuitive consultant. Her mission is to help soul-guided women entrepreneurs who are fed up with their efforts exceeding their income to grow in life and business using their own unique genius and soul's internal guidance system. Okay, at this point, Allison, I'm going to hand it over to you. So, you know, give everyone um, a little more um, background on you and what you're up to in the world. Yes, thank you for that nice introduction. And I appreciate you recognizing the Master Coach certification, you know, it was one of those deals that I had no idea what I was getting myself into until after I signed up. And I was like, whoa, yeah. this is a whole level of work that I wasn't anticipating being so intense. So I appreciate you recognizing that. And yeah, I grew up on a farm, farm girl uh, uh, in South Dakota, fourth generation. And I just had this calling from the youngest of age to hit the road. <laughs> so I had a pretty solid, steady childhood, 18 years in the same house and then graduated college and got on a plane and never looked back. And since then, I've lived in 10 countries on four continents. And I had a 17-year career in international development and humanitarian affairs, which was great. About halfway into it, I realized that, whoa, this is, this is what I wanted. But now it's not really what I want anymore. And I'm not in service the way I want to be. And it, was, it took me a long time to turn my ship <laughs> into the direction of what felt really aligned and really felt in service and on purpose to, you know, what my soul was calling. Um, so I had quite a hero's journey there getting from that work in government to where I am today as a coach, working with lots of different people, but primarily with women entrepreneurs, which just absolutely lights me up. Mm, yes. Uh, amen. And women entrepreneurs is one of the segments I work with. I also work with women in corporate, but it is, you know, when people are in their business, right? And for most, especially soul-guided women, they're there to be of service. Like it, it's an amazing um, conversation to be a part of. Okay. So, Something really exciting today. Allison and I are doing something a little bit different. Rather than just picking a topic and going off on that, which actually, like just in the pre-recording, our conversation twice, we said, well, that could be a, a different episode. <laughs> that could be a different episode. So definitely potential for Allison to come back and us to talk more with her. Um, but in planning this episode, um, Allison uh, just had a like, divine inspiration. And she's like, what if I guided you through a visualization, a soul guided visualization? And I got the chills and I was like, <gasps> and I got a little scared. And so I was like, <laughs> of course, if I'm scared, I have to do this. Like this sounds really exciting. So Allison is, is going to guide me through a soul guided visualization, but I'm going to invite all of you to do this as well. Now, if you're in the car, <laughs> you can listen to this episode but and then come back and do it yourself. But you know, if you're kind of hanging out in your home and you have some time, I say you know, turn off the distractions, go somewhere where you won't be interrupted, and play along. So, at this point, I'm just handing it over to Allison. I am in your hands now. You guide me. 
Oh, yay. I'm so excited. I love that it gave you both uh, triggered a little bit of fear and a little bit of chills. That's always a good <laughs> sign that you're on the right track. Yes. Uh, I'm really excited to do this. And yes, I, bl- I do encourage those of you who aren't driving or operating big equipment to do it along with us. And I'll just say a quick word about exactly what it is you're doing. What is a soul-guided meditation? So what we're doing is, um, and I'm going to guide Jody through this, how step-by-step, but we're going to that energetic frequency. I call it an active meditation where you're turning in to the frequency of the heart. And that is the energetic frequency of your heart chakra. That is the area of the center of your chest. That is the energy, that connect energetic connection point that connects your human self to your higher self, to the voice of your soul, your intuition, um, your super consciousness, however, whatever words uh, you use that make sense. And And that is where you receive its wisdom and guidance. And you can add, when you tune into that frequency and you can ask any question, what should I eat for dinner tonight? What is my soul's purpose in life? I mean, you really can ask any question and, and you receive you receive answers also through that heart space frequency. And depending on your dominant intuitive gifts and how your heart speaks to you, you'll either receive a vision, you'll receive words or messages, you'll receive, you know, maybe a symbol or a picture, you'll receive a sense. Like you sense this is this is what you're getting, or like an a knowing, like I know. And those are the those are relate to the four primary intuitive gifts: the clairvoyant, which is seeing, the clairaudient, hearing, clairsentient, sensing, claircognizant, knowing. Mm-hmm. And most of us, we all have all four gifts. Most of us have a dominant. And so if you're newish to this, it's always nice to get to know what your dominant one is is so you can get to know how your heart is going to most easily speak to you. Does that make sense? Yes. Well, I I definitely have some background in this. I did some training on the um, four different ways to tap into your intuition. Um, And I believe I lean towards knowing and sensing. Like I just get that gut feeling like, like, you know, like, buying my car, my home, you know, my, even my boyfriend, like I I met him and I was like, this is this guy, this is, you know, I'm not a believer and there's only one because, you know, people pass and, you know, you find love again and that sort of thing. But for where I was in my life and what I was picking up on, there was definitely juju between us. And I was like, all right, he's a part of my life. Like whatever this looks like, he's a part of my life for the rest of my life. You know, nice. So it was like a sensing of it. Yes. So that sounds like a combination of clear cognizance and sentience, which is helpful for me as I guide the visualization. So I have an idea of how you're receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're going to ask you to do in this uh, active meditation is I'm going to ask you to go, and I'm actually not going to be talking to you, Jody. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be talking to you in your human suit. <laughs> My <laughs> ego, the ego Jody identity. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I am going to be talking to higher self or soul. Do you have a word that resonates with you? Um or intuition or um I definitely like the the highest self, highest mind, you know, um, you know, 
long-term, who you are, your core, your essence. Like, so all of, all of that definitely resonates with me. Perfect. Okay. So we're going to be talking to that all knowing, all loving, uh, energy that's connected to universal intelligence and source mm-hmm. energy and your spirit guides and all the things that really has access to all sorts of wisdom and understanding and understands your uh, understands completely and fully your purpose in life your core gifts what you're really meant to do and it has your hot it's in service i like to put it this way your soul and all that the universal intelligence that it's connected to is in highest service to your highest good. Mm-hmm. And I love to, to feel into that. So when you, when you start to feel into that, that it's in highest service to your highest good, you can start to build that trust muscle. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you'll get a vision or you'll get a knowing or a message from your soul or your higher self. And you're like, what? I'm not <laughs> doing that. I know like this interview where I was like, what? you want to do what? Okay. Like, but I, I have enough knowing at this point cause I'm 45, right? So this isn't my first time at the rodeo that when <laughs> something scares me, I can check in with it and really see that this is an opportunity I'm excited about. So I get what you're talking about where it's that sometimes you get a message like go here and you're like, that's the last thing I would <laughs> think of doing right now. And then you realize like, oh no, that's right. I do need to go there. That will be good for me perfect example. And the more you tap into this and the more you take action on the inspired action that you're receiving from your higher self and you start to receive results from that inspired action, you will build that trust muscle Mm -hmm. and you will, you know, trust it, trust it, and even surrender to it more and more and more. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a glorious way to, you don't need to be a business owner, but if you have a career, uh, it's just a glorious way to, um, you know, spend a bit of time each week, each month at the start of each quarter, just to do some soul guided visualization, checking in to see, get a vision. What I like to do, and this is what I, I'm going to do with you, Jody. I'm going to invite you and I'm going to invite your higher self to provide us with a vision for where you want to grow to that's most in alignment to your high, and in highest service to your highest good mm-hmm. and most in alignment to your soul's purpose. And so you had mentioned to me before we started that you're pretty good at doing that for like in six months or a year. <laughs> but when you get out to the five and 10, it's a little like, I don't know if I want to dip my toes in those waters. Is that Yeah. That's like murky no man's land like i like i feel almost like i'm just making stuff up at that point <laughs> you know it's like this probably isn't going to happen but sure let's throw it out there <laughs> love it okay so then definitely we have to go there for this guided meditation <laughs> we got to go to the murky um it's calling our name and i mm-hmm. i think we i think a lot of people experience that with the long term visioning and what i say and i know you have heard this before jody um i believe it was bill gates that said most of us overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in 10 and i, I think that. that's mm-hmm. so i love it too so much and um i think it's so true and what the long term soul guided visioning does and I really recommend doing this at least once a year. This time, this early part of the year in this first quarter is a great time to do it, to, to really dive in and dip in 
to that five or 10 year vision to get that sort of higher, um, you know, thinking as expansively as possible of, uh, to the highest possibility of where you could possibly go. And if you look farther out into the future, you know what it gives you? It gives you something amazing. It gives you this gift. And it gives you the gift of space, right? Mm-hmm. So if you get this vision, let's say I know a lot of entrepreneurs, myself include, I'd love to give a TEDx talk or a TED talk. I, I think it's on a lot of people's bucket lists. So let's say you get the TEDx, you see yourself on the TEDx or the TED stage. When you see yourself there in five years, vice, maybe six months, the six-month vision could be like, yes, that's excited, but oh, I'm tensing up because how can I get from my current circumstances to that stage in six months? And it's like, oh, and that can be very constrictive. And then you get really focused in on the how. How am I going to get there? Mm -hmm. But if you give yourself the five-year, it's like, whoo, like that's something I could achieve in five years. I have all this space. So that is just one reason why I really uh, I like doing the long-term visioning because it does uh, give your it, it quiets your mind a little bit that mind that's trying to keep you safe and it says okay mind it's okay uh, you know we've got five or ten years to get to this vision so mm-hmm. you can just you know quiet yourself a little bit and allow the soul to have a voice and to really play mm-hmm. love it yay okay <laughs> so let's get going and I am gonna just I'm gonna uh, kind of check into my intuition I'm really getting um, my intuition is saying to guide you out to five years. So that's honor about 2025. How does that feel? That feels good. Okay. So um, go ahead and start by deepening your breath and focusing in on your breath. And you're just going to inhale into the lower part of your belly coming even more squarely into the present moment, making your inhales and exhales the same length. If there's something in your energetic space, you can just put it on the shelf and know that it'll be waiting for you at the finish of this visualization. We're just quieting the mind, focusing in on the breath. And starting to develop a natural rhythm of deep breathing. Now I want you to imagine that you have an elevator shaft that's starting at your root chakra and ending at your crown chakra. And right now, the elevator is at level five, which is right at your third eye. And in that elevator is all of your consciousness, all of your awareness is right there at your third eye. And that's level five. Level zero is your heart chakra that heart space at the center of your chest. 
I invite you to push zero. And as the car goes down, bring all of your awareness and point of consciousness with you in the elevator. And that's going down in five, four, three, two, one, zero. So now we're at the heart space, and I invite you to sink into that heart chakra. Become the heart. Expand into the heart. Maybe you notice the green color of the heart chakra. Rest and ground into the heart space. And now I'm going to speak to your higher self. And I'm going to call in your higher self and other guides and and universal intelligence who's here in highest service to your highest good. And I'm asking your higher self to present to you a picture, a vision, a sense, a knowing, a message from where you ideally in highest alignment grow to in about five years' time, so around 2025. I invite your higher self to provide a picture, a message, a sense or a knowing, but where you are in your professional life in about five years' time. And if and when anything arrives to you, Jody, you can... Let me know. You can say it aloud. Some of what initially is coming to me is um, I see a workspace and it's cozy and the sunlight is coming in. Um, I see a, a scarf draped over the back of my chair and this is, um, this is my workspace Um, And the sense that I'm getting is, um, though this is my workspace in my home, the work that I'm doing is collaborating with organizations and other people on the development of women as leaders. Nice. Nice. So are there any other, so you're collaborating with organizations and other people in the development of women. 
Do you see any organizations that you're working with in particular? None that come to name, um, but I do get a sense it's um, a bigger organization. Got it. Um, And, you know, I'm getting a mix because the, I'm, I'm collaborating with smaller organizations to help bigger organizations. Mm, um, nice. So working in partnership um, to, to develop women, um, overcome some of the common struggles that they have, you know, in growing and developing, um, finding their voice as leaders and stepping into leadership roles comfortably. Um, I also get a sense that I'm, I'm doing creative work in this space as well. So I'm probably um, writing articles or, or writing a book. Number three is coming to me. So book this number might, three? This might be my third book. Nice. And I haven't written my second book yet. Okay, so beautiful. This is good that in five years... <laughs> Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. And is there anything else you see happening as it pertains to your business, your coaching, your personal life, professional life? Um, I definitely also get a sense that I am speaking more and traveling uh, to speak, to spread the message, um, to share um, perspectives and to do you know, training, but not in the same organized fashion that I'm doing um, within these other organizations where it's structured training and there's a curriculum. It's more like a presentation where I'm giving um, insights and information to women who might not have ready access to that information. Beautiful. And do you have a sense of what your uh, primary feeling states are? What, how are you? How does this all feel to you? What are the top feeling states that you're in? Relaxed and confident. Nice. Perfect. And what color is that scarf? Describe that scarf to me that's draped over your chair. Yeah, it's, um, it's a scarf. Um, it's a little heavier, right? So, um, but I don't think it, it's because it's wintertime. I'm definitely getting a sense like we're more in, in the spring. But this is, a, a, I think, a scarf that I probably drape over me if I feel a little chilled or anything like that. And its base color is almost like a, a reddish pink. Um, but there's some, the, in the weaving, there's some gold. Nice. Um, and I, I love this um, it's almost like a shawl more than a scarf. Um, and I think I just enjoy having it draped over the chair because it's so pretty and it makes the space look cozy. Perfect. So understanding that we're recording, (laughs) um, sharing only what feels comfortable. Um, let's pivot over to your personal life. Mm -hmm. What do you see sense here? No is happening in your personal life. Um, well, this is something I, that's already in the plans and in the work. So it's not surprising that it comes up and, and the visualization, but I am further South <laughs> at this okay. point. Yes. Um, I am in Virginia. 
I am living um, with my boyfriend. Um, although, uh, I think our that's that is our relationship at that point. Though we're stronger, closer in partnership. Um, I don't get a sense that that it it's a marriage partnership at this stage, but we are definitely united. Um, nice. Yes. And it is spring there. So um, just that like more colorful, um, soft vibrancy is starting to sweep through. Um, gentle breeze. Um, yeah, just just in a space where um, it, it has come to feel like home. Mm-hmm. Got it. And you sense anything like any travel, any hobbies, anything that you're doing that's different, anything that's new or the same? Um, I, the sense I get is that I'm more um, eager to be outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and exploring, I'm still still by the water. Um, the ocean is important. Um, yeah. I'm sticking here because it's a funny thing. It's not like I'm always at the ocean or always see the ocean. I very actually, as close as I live to the ocean, I see it very infrequently, but there's still a pull like to be near it, to know mm. it's, it's nearby. Nice. Um, definitely um, traveling more and, and getting into that groove of not having travel interfere with life, but that it it fits smoothly in life. I think one of my stumbling blocks when I imagine, you know, because I know the life that I I want to live, but of course, what it what comes up quickly is what are all the obstacles. And, you know, to have that happen. And, you know, I had, I've had this, um, and it's still here somewhat that travel is also very disruptive and draining and, um, you know, it, it requires recovery and all of that. That's kind of the story I'm living in right now, but I get a sense, um, that at this phase in my life, it's, it's more in flow. Nice. That it it feels natural. It doesn't require lots of recovery. The story around travel has changed. Beautiful. So with that in mind, what are the primary feeling states that you are experiencing in your personal life? Feeling grounded. I'm feeling um, connected. I'm feeling expectant. I don't know where that's coming from, but there, there's this sense of, there's just so much on the horizon, 
so much to look Ooh. forward to. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and now I just want to ask your higher self if there's anything else it wishes to share that is in highest service to your highest good at this moment in time. <laughs> this is interesting because this has been a theme that um, the way through is to forgive. Mm. forgive yourself, forgive others, forgive the situations that when the more I forgive, the more clear things will become. Beautiful. The way through is to forgive. Yes. Like the, there are no, there really are no obstacles. They're illusions. And I have to forgive the illusion Mm. to get through it. Forgive the illusions. That is so beautiful, higher self. Thank you so much. So that is just a wealth of information we received. I now invite you, Jody, to send some gratitude to your higher self and any other consciousness that was here to direct, direct, guide, support, and hold space. And to send some gratitude to your human self for showing up to do this work and for all the things you do in service to women and others in your, in your network. And sending a bit of gratitude out to the planet, to a piece of the planet who might need a little bit of extra love today. And so with that, you can return back to focusing on your breath. And whenever you're ready to return to the, (laughs) I call it the three-dimensional world. (laughs) Um, Wow. Okay. You, you were like, wow. Okay. So you could, um, you could run a masterclass yourself on Uh how (laughs) to receive, how to receive from your higher self, because that was, and I I call that a download. You got a download. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. And I just have to share real quick. The reason why I'm, I'm wiping my eyes is because, um, I got a quick message there right at the end that just made me start to tear up. And so the quick message I got right before we came back was you are held. Aww. Which was, oh, just, it got me. I was like, oh, I know. Oh, gosh, you're going to get me tearing up with that. And, um, you know, no obstacles. The obstacles are illusions. Forgive the illusions. That was incredibly profound. Uh, really amazing. Um, this was extremely clear. And I, as the person who's holding space for you, I can... I can usually tell when the brain is filtering and calculating what it thinks the answer should be. And even if the brain was coming in to explain things, everything felt like it was coming from a divine place. Everything felt in alignment. Everything felt uh, true. Yeah. I, yeah. And I have to share the reason why it took me so long 
to um, talk about the ocean and why that was important was because I knew my mind had come in and said to me, BS, you're not at the ocean every day. It's not that important to you. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that true? And I'm like, no, it is. It, like, I need, well, not that the ego was part of my brain was true, but that be, being near the ocean is true. It's almost like a security blanket. Like, yeah, I might not see it every day, but I know if I need the ocean, it's right there. I can walk to it. It's a mile away if I want to, you know, that sort of thing. And so I could sense my, my ego, my brain starting to be like, no, 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 that's not true. You, there's no evidence for that. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. Perfect that you recognize that because it's absolutely part of this process for the brain. The, it's, it's, um, the way the brain is designed, it's um, threatening for the mm-hmm. brain if it feels like it's not being heard and it's being too quieted. And what we're really doing in these guided visualizations is we're doing just that. We're quieting that rational thinking brain whose role is to keep us safe. And so it's going to come in and it's going to give its opinion. And what you did was perfect. You said, okay, I hear you. I see you. I don't, I'm questioning whether that thought is true. I'm shifting back to my heart and um, Mm -hmm. my heart is saying that I'm being pulled to be near the ocean. Mm -hmm. And that is probably the real truth. Yeah. 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 Love that. That That was powerful. Like I definitely do meditations on my own, but to be guided through it and have questions to like pull more, pull more, pull more, or just explore. It felt, it didn't feel pulled. So that isn't the exact um, correct word. It felt more like exploring, like being with a guide who's like, oh, look, let's come over here. Well, what about over here? Have you seen this? Well, what if you look in here? What do you see? You know, that sort of thing. So it definitely um, had an added layer of, you know, have, just being guided. Like it, like, it was nice to be like, I'm not responsible. Like, yeah, I'm participating, but I'm not responsible for a little while. <laughs> exactly. And that, that's the beauty of having, you can always do this by yourself whenever you want. And you should like, I encourage people to, to do this and to get in the practice of doing it. And from time to time, getting someone to guide you is really, and hold the space for you is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you can get sort of a clear download of information when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, And I love what you just said too. It's, it's, it's such a great point. Um, What I tell people, if it feels like struggle, if it's feeling hard, your brain is probably over filtering, over calculating what it thinks the answer should be. And that's normal. Just return to your breath. Um, Because as I guided you, everything felt so easeful. Mm -hmm. The the information was just flowing in. Mm -hmm. So that's why I knew that we were really getting it from that higher self. Um, but if it starts to feel like a bit of a struggle, just your brain overly involved, which happens and you just return to your breath, like reassure the brain. I hear you. I hear that thought. I get it. I'm just going to shelf you for a minute because the heart and the higher self gets a voice too. I just want to hear what they have to say mm-hmm. and then return to the breath, pivot back down to the heart space and then see what else comes in from that heart area. And it, sh- it, it should always feel like something you're receiving. When the brain is working, it's like something that's going out that you're creating and it's going out. Info coming from the higher self or the soul is like something you're receiving. It's something you're, it's coming in from something that's you, but not you, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. It did feel, I could sense when it felt easeful and when I felt like I was bumping up against something. 
Yeah. But you were a trained coach, so you sort of <laughs> just self-coached yourself out of it as you went, which is pretty brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Allison, this was amazing. Thank you so much. And the other thought, kind of like funny thought I'm having too, is like, oh, I think my fashion sense is going to start evolving. Like, Because now I'm thinking about it and doing the math. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be 50 in five years. So I probably will be going through a shift of how do I want to show up in the world? How do I want to present myself? Like what clothing and what decorate home decor feels in alignment with who I really am at this stage in my life. So that's kind of exciting to think about too. That is super exciting. And I just got an intuitive hit about that reddish pink gold shawl. Like, um, I don't know. I got an intuitive hit on that. So it's like, if you if you are out shopping and you you see that shawl, I would definitely buy it. Um, there's something about it. And then um, some of the things I would just mention, like where do you go from here? Um, like uh, I always uh, guide people to focus in on your core core feeling states. I call them that your your core valued feeling states that show up in your visions. And you could do this. I could take you through this guided meditation tomorrow and you could show up like in Paris and mm-hmm. you're, you're doing a year abroad and you're, you know, you're writing novels and, you know, it could be a totally different vision, but you will feel relaxed and confident. Yeah. And in your personal life, you will feel grounded, connected, and expectant. Those feeling states do not change even if the visions do. So I always guide people to ask the question, what can I do in my life today, or what can I do more of today that gets me into those feeling states of relaxed, confident, expectant, grounded, connected, mm-hmm. and that just helps. That sh- that that's the process of shifting you into greater alignment to this vision. And my energetic read of you, Jody, is you're already very aligned. So this is just going to put you on an uber alignment yeah. <laughs> to the vision. Um, and then the other thing you can do, if, if and this isn't for everybody, but if you feel, if it's something that you enjoy doing, it's a good vision boarding thing. You know, you there's, there's so many, I got so many images from your meditation that it would make a super beautiful vision board <laughs> if you haven't done one for a while and want to update it or add to it. There was a lot of great imagery that would, would is often really nicely displayed in a vision board. Yes. I'll have to look around and see if I can find some (laughs) images that reflect that cozy room that I was in. Yes. And then just that, um, uh, that colorful, soft vibrancy, the gentle breeze. I got a real, I got a tingle when you were saying that the ocean, that eagerness to be outdoors, you know, by the water, that sort of all made me tingle. So there's something, some imagery right there. I feel like that, that is out there for you that would really help, again, shift you into alignment to this vision. Mm -hmm. Love it. Awesome. Allison, how can other people find you and experience this for themselves? Well, it's pretty cool because my I have a freebie right now that is just what I did. I have a, if you hop over to my website, allisonscammell.com, that's A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-S-C-A-M-M-E-L-L.com. I have a freebie where you can, it's three free soul guided meditations. And the first one, I take you through just the process I took through Jody through. It takes you out six months. Where do you want to grow to in six months? So it's a little bit closer in. 
what do you, the second meditation is what you need to focus on today to shift into alignment to that vision. And then the last one, because it's got to be there, what do you do with that pesky resistance that comes mm. up and says, oh, well, who do you think you are to have that awesome vision? Um, because that's just a part of it, right? So then the third vision helps, uh, helps you dissolve some of that resistance. And I think it's a super awesome little free gift. And I'd love for people to sign up for it. That is a super, super awesome free gift because I was thinking when you said there were three soul guided meditations and you said the first one was a six month and I was like, oh, then it must be a five year and a 10 year. But I love how you completed it by supporting people with what to do after the visualization because that's the thing like, you know we all love having those aha moments and like gaining clarity and getting the vision and we will often stumble with what to do with it afterwards and get, you know, getting on track and creating a plan and, you know, putting it, putting it into the works. And then of course, like you said, the obstacles that come up, right. That right after you have this like awesome vision, your brain will then go into, well, how are you going to make that happen? Exactly. And the, and the brain is actually in a very smart, intuitive way designed to do that. It's not really meant to be discouraging. It's more to help you like, okay, here's where you're going to have to focus some attention so you can have this awesome vision. Like this is, here's kind of like the, the path or the work that needs to be done. So I love this whole package. So for those of you who are listening, it's a freebie, take advantage of it. And I know it's kind of like alphabet soup because Allison, you have this awesome like name with lots of letters. <laughs> I know <laughs> I do. Differently. But for those of you who are listening, um, you can find this also on the show notes page and whatever app you're in listening to this podcast, if you click into details or show notes, you know, all of these links will be right there in the app you're using to listen to the podcast. And if you're on my website, you are on the show notes page um, and all of these links will be listed there. And for those of you who want to go check out the um, the website page, it's going to be at women taking the lead forward slash Allison. And again, it's A L L Y S O N. Um, so you can find it at women taking the lead forward slash Allison. And Allison, thank you so much for taking the time to do this unique episode <laughs> for us, unlike any other. Um, we are definitely better for having met you. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. And I feel so connected to you. And I love all the work you're doing in the world. I love your podcast. I've been a fan and a listener for a while. So super honored to be part of this amazing effort that you that you spearhead. Whoa. All I can say is Allison is really good at what she does. And I hope you either had a chance to follow along with us, or you'll have an opportunity later to come back and do the guided meditation yourself. It really, I really did get a lot out of it. And I continue to think about it um, and integrate and engage with that information since Allison and I originally recorded that conversation, which wasn't too long ago. So it's still, it's still a little bit fresh for me. So, um, and just a reminder from, um, some of the things I talked about at the beginning of this episode, Women Taking the Lead is celebrating its fifth anniversary this month. And so if you can help me celebrate by sharing this podcast with a friend, I would so appreciate that. It brings me so much joy 
um, to hear from women that they get a lot out of the podcast, not just me, but with all of the guests who've joined me and the community that has formed around the podcast as well. And also, if you would like to be informed when Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing is live and available in Audible, just head to womentakingthelead.com forward slash audiobook 2020, enter your information, and you will be hearing soon from me. So exciting. I hope you all have an amazing day, an amazing week, and an amazing month. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.